Oh, hey, Payne, it's Greg. <laughs> oh, you didn't catch what happened? Donnie's not going to like that. All right, I'll get you caught up. What did you do with my father? We sent your father home to the wild. Unfortunately, I am going to have to go and arrest him. Ari, what? what is the wild? Is that this this forest? Is that Tate's hell? The Gator Man is a powerful ally. Bring him to me. You need him to come into the wild. This protege of yours. The deputy. Perhaps this would be a good opportunity to show Payne what the wild is like. What do you need? We have to find Sarah. Yes, please. I need some normalcy. I want to show you the wild. You, you, uh, you, you want to do what now? So, Deputy Payne, what do you do? Do you stay at your post or do you go meet up with your friends? If Ray Ray is in, I am in. Ray Ray. All right. Ari walks up to the portal and turns to you guys and says, Do not be afraid. And then, in a show of confidence, he jumps straight into the portal and disappears. I take Ray Ray's hand, and I say, yeah, I have a lot of questions I need answered, too. Let's go. I got your back, Miss Sarah. The two of you find that you're standing alone in a crowded plaza, assaulted by scents and sights that you have never before experienced. Suddenly, it's clear to you just how mundane your world really is as you're overwhelmed by this place. This is the wild. Sarah and Ray Ray, you're standing together in what appears to be some kind of bustling bazaar. It's a it's a huge market. You're surrounded by uh, people. There are many different sorts of creatures. You see orcs, uh, minotaurs, fairies, nymphs, uh, satyrs, and there are just booths set up everywhere with tapestries everyone's t- everyone's talking and bartering and laughing uh, it's an extremely chaotic environment filled with so many different colors i have a death grip on ray ray's arm and i'm kind of standing behind him ari is nowhere to be seen uh <laughs> miss sarah you you see this right yes all right good um ha- great greetings you're just yelling out to the whole <laughs> fair of people. I hope. Hail and well met. Literally, no one turns to acknowledge you. Uh, I guess let's walk. Where are we? Let's go that way. There's people that way. Uh, There's stuff. People. Hey, watch where you going at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah question i i'm still like uh i am still just human form right i'm i'm just i'm just ray yes yeah foot flops and all yeah that did, I, I didn't know how the wild would affect me well uh miss sarah i guess i'll lead the way i feel like that's a good direction to go in <laughs> <laughs>
Maybe some of these folks know... You, you have to take a left up there. You should have taken that right. <laughs> Excuse me? I can, it's like Ari's everywhere here. You're just going to start... <laughs> Ari! Ari! Uh, one of the minotaurs turns around and, and it has Ari's face. And uh, <laughs> one of the fairies turned around it also has Ari's face. Oh, and no. <laughs> welcome to Oops All Ari's. <laughs> no! <laughs> No. I am Minotaur Ari. <laughs> what can I? Minotauri? <laughs> Minotauri. <laughs> that, that didn't really happen, right? No, no, it definitely did not. Sorry. Okay. I, should, I shouldn't play with Oops All Ari's. It's a very serious thing that will eventually happen. So everyone seems to, like, this is a town, right? It's not like we're in the middle of the woods. It's like this looks like kind of a town situation. It is not so much a, a, a town. There are, like, some structures, but this is like like if a bazaar in a fantasy setting was, like, the size of a city in a fantasy setting. Like, it's the, this bazaar stretches on for what you can tell as, like, infinite. Like, as long as you can see, there are tents and booths and um, <laughs> booths boobs boobs yeah there's, there's there's fantasy boobs as far as you can see <laughs> yeah and like just tapestries and curtains um but yeah you can't see any sort of wilderness or anything here which is interesting because I think from what Ari has described to you that the wild is basically an infinite wilderness. Yeah, uh, so I guess I'm just going to take Sarah's hand and just kind of walk towards the civilization there and just... Choose I, a nice-looking minotaur. And yeah, talking I, I, I want to find the nicest-looking minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want what? the most handsomest minotaur. Ooh, Sarah's no. Sarah likes the minotaurs. <laughs> Find the most human-looking creature. Hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, excuse me, buddy. Um, you pull him from a pretty intense conversation, and he... <laughs> oh, you interrupted uh, him. Oh, yeah. He turns around and, uh, and looks at you and says... Uh, and then he gets he gets closer to you and he says I'm backed up you know <laughs> you, you know I think I, I think I got it uh, thank uh, th th thank you thank you man oh <laughs> okay um, and then he turns back around and, and resumes his argument let's go uh, that fish fella I got a better idea about that one let's go to that one that he looks like a the fish fella. nice fellow. Uh, excuse, hey, hey, bud, excuse, excuse me. <laughs> he looks at, he looks up from his abacus that he's counting on, and uh, yeah, you, he, that's what he says. Mm -hmm. He doesn't seem nearly as angry, but mm -hmm. he's definitely not speaking English. I'm just, just say Ari, Ar Ari, Ar Ari Green. A agent Ar agent Ari Green. Oh, 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 okay. Hey, that way, I'll point left and just like shake my head questionably. Okay. 
<laughs> all right. Payne, what are you doing can as I, he, as he I, attempts to talk to all these strange <laughs> beings? Can I read a bad situation? Yes. Well, that's not going to do it. That's a six, and I'm starting out great. <laughs> oh. Oof. Uh, I, can, I can help out. Uh, that's a 10. On a 10, your help grants them plus one to the roll, so that will be a mixed success for read a bad situation. So uh, hold one. All right. Um, it's been a while since we played, so I'm reminding myself of the rules. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember how to, how to ray ray. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? You see something that looks out of place. Uh, at least stands out to you because everything looks out of place here to you. But you see a jackalope mm. j- just kind of hopping through the crowd, and then it disappears. That's the biggest threat. <laughs> I thought you asked what dangers you haven't noticed. Oh yeah, you're right. I did. Okay. Is he the? He's dangerous. Oh god. I I have no reaction to this jackalope. I just talked to a minotaur and a fish person, so <laughs> I actually am pretty convinced those exist on our plane. So um yeah. <laughs> It's definitely not the biggest threat. I I would say that the biggest threat, I'll give you a freebie here. The biggest threat is just that you're lost <laughs> and, okay. and everything is potentially dangerous to you. Uh, um, but that was just something you hadn't noticed yet. Okay, so I do want to use trust your gut. Trust your gut, deputy. Okay, roll plus weird, and I'm going to give you plus one ongoing on weird rolls while you're in the wild. Oh, that's good. It makes it my weird a fucking zero instead of minus <laughs> <What>? one. <laughs> Oh God! What'd you it's get? horrible. It's Are a you okay? four. It's a four. <laughs> oh yeah, even I can't help you with that. <laughs> Have fun. I switched my dice. Wait, so did I just did get two experiences, or did I not from him helping me? No, when he helps out, you do not get that experience. Okay. Well, I just got one anyway. I want to trust my gut. Do I try again? I mean, I don't feel like you would. It's like yeah. You're oh not, yeah. It's... You're not gonna be like, no, that's not the right way. It needs right on a way. on a fail. And trust your gut. You you think the wrong way is the right way, and we so. lead. We go into danger. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Can, I guess I could read a bad. Well, no, I already helped her read a bad situation. So okay. So you, one thing that you guys have to realize is that when you guys fail, I get to take a hard move. So you can't just move on as soon yeah. as. A role has failed. So, uh, so yeah. So, Sarah, you think that the right way to go is to head back towards uh, the Minotaur. You just get a hunch that uh, maybe Ari is over that way. I guess we're going back this way. <laughs> uh, that's good with me. But okay, I'll follow you. And then we'll move to Ari. What are you up to? What I am doing is watching the two of them. You see them head back to the Minotaur, and you saw their interaction with him. You were kind of hoping that they would see Iggy, who you had sent to <laughs> to guide them, but they just completely were overwhelmed with the situation, and you could tell that they offended that Minotaur in some way, and they're going to sort of be in trouble here. You see the Minotaur start to follow them through the crowd. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't want to let them get beat up by a Minotaur. <laughs> I kind of want you to let us get beat up by a No. I have something cool I want to try. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is it flight? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. 
<laughs> so I think that they're going to be attacked by this Minotaur. Yeah. You have an opportunity to do something to st- to stop him or delay him. I want to be cowled, I suppose, because a human in a suit will stand out. Could I pick up like a tapestry and throw it around myself so I can move through the crowd without them seeing me? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so I'm going to throw that tapestry across my shoulders and proceed slowly towards the Minotaur and Ray Ray and Sarah just to see if they can handle themselves. I think this is act under pressure just to make sure you time everything just right to show up right when you want to. <laughs> Otherwise, there could be an issue with that. Already has a flair for the dramatic. Is it just another day in the wild? And yeah, yeah. I think that while you're in the wild, everything is because of a mystical effect. You yeah. know, the whole world is a mystical effect, so I think you're going to get plus weird on your rolls here. Okay. Okay, so seven on the dice plus three weird, ten. Oh, and you also, by the way, since you are very comfortable here, you also get plus one on your weird rolls. That would be plus four. I think plus four is the max, but... Eleven, then. Great. Okay, so then we'll go back to Ray Ray and Sarah. You two pass through the area where you came in thinking that you have kind of a nose for the right way to go. And then you start to hear angry footsteps from behind you, and you turn around to see this minotaur kind of smoke bellowing from his nostrils, his horns kind of pointed down towards you, and he's (laughs) and uh, just kind of moving quickly towards you like he's about to try and stab you with his horns. Can I pull my badge out and try to... Police officer, <laughs> and yes, and please get get in roll. get in front of me and do that. Can I do what could go wrong? <laughs> You're not alone. I'm going into danger. Isn't it specify alone? Whenever you charge into immediate danger without hedging your bets, uh-huh. hold two. Eh, yeah. Yes, you can you can get your hold two there. But what I want you to do for this uh, holding up your badge at this thing, I want you to actually roll manipulate someone plus charm. <laughs> he doesn't know what that means. You don't know. <laughs> You're not here. Or I don't know you are, at least. I'm whispering in your brain. I want to die. Fail. <laughs> That's a one and a two on the dice, plus three. Good lord. So six all day. Yeah, he just keeps on charging towards you and rears his head downwards and brings it back up to knock the badge out of your hand. And uh, he's going to attack you with his horns. Oh. No. I just want to protect someone, and I want to protect Sarah. So what are you doing to protect Sarah? I think I'm just going to punch him in the face. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, hold on. I mean, I have, I'm stronger than he thinks I am. True. So it's going to, it, it's not going to feel good to him either way. All right, well, roll protect someone. Ooh. Not so bad. That's a nine. So you protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all of the harm that they were going to get. So yeah, you kind of push Sarah out of the way after his horn just kind of like knocks her badge to the ground. You're going to be able to hit him okay, but his horns are going to nick you for sure. All right. With my what could go wrong, I can reduce someone's harm suffered by one. Uh, yeah, well then I'll... Okay, so his horns do three harm. Dang. Dang, for sure. Is that with the reduction? No, if you were, if you spin one of your hold, you'll reduce it to two. I want to reduce the harm to two. Well, and I want to use my unquenchable vitality in front of him. Oh my god! Just, just, so, just so he sees me do it. Uh, remind me what that does. That's uh, when I suffer harm, I can roll plus cool to heal. It's my healing okay. factor. And that's going to be a no- another nine. So on a seven and nine, heal one harm and stabilize your energy. I mean, en- uh, injuries. What? 
<laughs> so I heal one harm. So And balance your chakras. So I got one harm total from that, I guess. Yeah. That was a lot, guys. <laughs> yeah, so he knocks you he kinda knocks you back. Even though you're strong, he's also he's probably about equally as strong and he just has leverage on you. And he knocks you back and then he stands back up again to his full height and goes <laughs> Excuse me. You see a figure come out of the crowd who is kind of shrouded in a in a cowl of sorts. He removes the curtain to reveal that it's Agent Ari Green. <laughs> I am parents outside my door listening. <laughs> Cause when you don't hear everybody else, it's just me going. <laughs> <laughs> And I would like to hold up my badge. Thank you, Minotaur. Have an excellent day. He gives you a bow and then turns and goes back to arguing with that same person he was arguing with before. I had it. (laughs) I was just going to say I'm on my butt on the ground. I got knocked (laughs) down and I'm just sitting there dumbfounded. I would like to help up Deputy Payne. I was about to have a good conversation with that gentleman. We need to work on your people skills. What was that? That was Thoreau, a local blacksmith. Sorry, ain't you seen that movie? That ain't you seen that movie? Pan's Labyrinth. What? What are you talking about? No, see, I think I think that was a fawn, actually. <laughs> no, that's a minotaur. He's in like you know all those uh, you know Greek mythology and stuff. I took mythology in high school. I liked that a lot. Yeah, but I thought it was mythology. Oh man, is Zeus here too? Is it real? Is Zeus real? Did somebody say my name? <laughs> <laughs> it's lightning. Sorry, go ahead. Continue. That wasn't real. Ari, is there a Zeus? <laughs> Hold on. This is so silly. Everybody's asking me if Zeus is him. <laughs> I mean, you just met a Minotaur. Then that's a pretty good question to ask after that. Is it real? That's a solid point. Ray Ray. <laughs> Come here, and I'd like to put my arm around Ray Ray's shoulders. Ray Ray gives Ari a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful visual. Uh, thanks, man. It's, it's been a stressful day. <laughs> this this feels right. Can I also get in on this hug? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just st- <laughs> just stare at them. I wasn't trying to hug him. I was trying to no, point that's, at something. That's the funny thing, because Ray Ray would. I want that fan art where, where yeah. you you put he he puts his arm around Ray Ray and I'm then Ray to Ray's put just like my left arm around Ray Ray and point with my right hand at the no, same time. No, exactly. But it, and then he's just like hug. <laughs> he completely misunderstands the moment. Thank you, Ray Ray. No, I was pointing towards that swan over there do you see it uh the 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 bird lady just a regular swan (laughs) next next to the bird lady ray ray the swan oh 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 okay well i mean i just talked to a fish person so i don't i'm it's a little confusing here oh you've met randall he's lovely yeah he was nice that swan over there is zeus 
amongst us. He likes to be not seen in the village. He hides out and watches over his domain. Ari was continuing that sentence, and Ray Ray has already walked away from him towards the goose in awe. It's a swan. I mean, in the, towards the <laughs> swan. No, I won't fix that line. Towards the goose. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird episode. Sarah, are you okay? I'm fine. Is it all a bit too much? It's a lot. But it's wonderful, listen to it. And I think I smile for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I don't think I'm good at it. I don't think Ari ha- is good at it. Sarah feels like she's gonna throw up, so her mouth is is just closed. Roll a con save. <laughs> a con save. I'm gonna throw up in the bush next to us. <laughs> that is a person, please don't. <laughs> Stop tricking me into thinking everything is a person. <laughs> yeah, this is it's Super Mario. You're in Super Mario World. Oh, no. <laughs> everything has eyes. I really hope that this is the first time Ari's ever telling a joke because Ray Ray approaches this swan and just gets down. Oh, it is. Seat. That was my first joke. <laughs> and, and Ray Ray is just like, oh, Mister Mister Zeus, I'm a I'm a big <laughs> fan. I, I knew you were I knew you were real. Uh, it's do it's your Goose. Do I? It's not Zeus. It's Goose. Do it's Mister Zeus Goose. Do I need to bow? <laughs> and Ray Ray's just like bowing in front of this swan. <laughs> Is that what swan? Do swans make noise <laughs> like geese? Let's Google it. <laughs> swan sound. Swan noise. I googled swan noise. <laughs> Um, it sounds like a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a honk. It literally oh, sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> so so Zeus, Zeus turns and looks at you and spreads its wings uh, and goes... <laughs> no. I'm here for your wisdom. It it shits on the ground in front of you. <laughs> oh, my God. Why did you stop? <laughs> Please don't touch the shit. I know what you're going to do. I'm not touching the shit. <laughs> <laughs> they say uh, they say don't meet your heroes <laughs> and then he flies away or it flies away Sarah here eat one of these and I'm gonna pluck a alien looking fruit off of a platter in front of me and put down a few coins in various shapes and sizes Deputy Payne try and eat this it'll help with the nausea I take it very suspiciously. I, I think it's like uh, maybe a purple kind of potato with spots and a couple of dangly bits coming out of either end that just kind of wiggle and wave as you grab it. Can I sniff the fruit first? <laughs> it smells like a rose. I very cautiously take a bite of this fruit. You become very horny. <laughs> <laughs> That was the perfect 30-second-long pause for you to then say that. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty hungry, too. I feel like I probably look very green, and I just hand Ray Ray the rest of my fruit that I only took one bite of. Is this, is this some kind of crazy mango or one of those uh, dragon fruits I've heard about? I've... I just nod my head. All right. I'll, I'll take a bite of it. How was Zeus, Ray Ray? Un- underwhelming, honestly, you know? Don't meet your heroes. It's, uh... Zeus the goose. It's a swan. He he was a swan. <laughs> you called him a goose. 
That's true. Once you guys have had a bit of the fruit, you both feel a little bit better. You're feeling a little queasy and nervous being in this strange, strange place. And now you're feeling a little bit better. I was feeling a little queasy being in this strange, strange place, but now I feel a little bit better. <laughs> well, God, I guess I'll clock out. <laughs> we got some wild CBD fruit. Deputy Pen, pick up your badge. We need to go see a friend of mine. I pick up my badge and stuff it in my pocket. <laughs> Very dejected. Hey, uh, what was the what was the Minotaur's deal? You interrupted a very compelling argument, apparently, about the ruling parties of the wild. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I try to stay out of politics. <laughs> Is this where you live? Deputy Pen, I know you can investigate better than that. Is this where you think I live inside a bazaar? I mean, I don't think you live inside of here necessarily. Hey, oh, sorry, bud. Oh, wait. You understand me. <laughs> Do you know? The Muffin Man. Hold on. Real conversation. Is that is that here? <laughs> oh, sorry, bud. Ari leads you through the crowd, perhaps with Ignis's help. Ignis, uh, what you you don't have Ignis in your lighter like you like you would normally, do you? No, Ignis can exist freely here. Yeah, so Ignis is just zipping around, checking things out, bothering people, bothering people, flying around their heads. Maybe a few people know them and smile and wave as you guys pass. Uh, and you arrive at a tent. This is much bigger than most of the merchants here who are set up in little booths and sort of very temporary looking structures. This is more of a tent that's tied down with stakes in the ground. It's more kind of the structure of a small house. And there is an opening that is sort of covered by little hanging strips of, of cloth and beads. The difficult thing when tracking down someone in the wild is that things are shifting. It's hard to keep someone pinned down. Sorcha keeps an eye on things, and they'll know where Zegnar is, where his stock is. All right. What is Sorcha? I can't wait for you to find out. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, that looks kind of like a banana. Is that can is that edible? What? That's a fruit stand, right? <laughs> All right, can you give me that? I think that Sorcha may have just what you're looking for, Ray Ray. Can't stress enough that Ari took me from my home while I was going in. I was done working and going in to go eat. Listen, Ray Ray is starving. Fair enough. And so tired. Wait, you eat it at late at night? Hey, man, not everybody's perfect. He's an <laughs> alligator person, not a mogwai. <laughs> uh, so who approaches the tent first? Not I. I will approach the tent and open the curtain, leading Deputy Pen and Ray Ray in. Right as you pull aside the bead curtain, someone actually exits the door, and it's the first human you you guys have seen since you have arrived here. And he's dressed in kind of tattered but well-fitting clothes. He has medium-length, like, kind of shaggy hair that you can see peeking out from a baseball cap that he wears on his head. And he's got kind of like a big, bushy handlebar mustache. He's got sort of a weathered face, but he doesn't look to be that old. His hair is still full and dark. And he looks at you, Ari, and he says, We are such stuff as dreams are made on. And our little life is rounded with the sleep. And then he winks at you and starts to walk away. Pardon? Pardon me? Hey, I'm Ray. 
he just keeps he just keeps walking. He's starting to walk into the crowd. That a uh, that a friend of yours? I don't remember him. I'm not very good with faces. Deputy Payne, take take this. Go and see Sorcha and find out where Zegnar's stock is. I'll be back in a few minutes, and I'll hand her my badge. Tell Sorcha that Agent Green sent you. Uh, you want you want me to do this? You can do this, Deputy. I'll be right back. Ray Ray walks in. <laughs> I would like to follow this mysterious human stranger through the crowd. I assume you're trying to do it without being seen by him? Mm, don't care. He already saw me. He notices you following him, and he looks back and gives you a little, like, smile of sorts, and then starts to walk a little swifter, and he's now trying to, like... He's not running, but he's trying to, like duck in between people and stalls and kind of head through little back alleyways. And he's definitely trying to elude you, but seemingly in kind of like a playful way. Uh, uh, yes, I would like to follow suit and follow him in the same manner, not trying to push through people or anything like that, but trying to slip it through the areas less traveled. Cool. Um, so at this <laughs> point, roll, act under pressure. That sounded so sarcastic. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Cool, cool. Sick, bro. You would like this still with weird and plus one? Yes. There's no way to not be good at this. All right. Nine on the dice plus four is 13. Amazing. Incredible. Wild. Then you follow for a minute, and he he keeps going until he reaches the end of the Prospero Bazaar. He ducks out of sight for just a moment, and then when you round the corner, you see him facing you, and he gives you a smile and a wave, and then falls backwards into a bush and disappears. Mm. That's great. I love that. Is there any magic I can... Is there any magic you can what? I was just saying, if there's anything I can do to magically investigate this, that's like a whole, that's like uh, the expert or something gets to do that. You could roll investigate Could I just like, yeah, could I investigate a mystery to see? It's not easy to jump through a passage like that. Investigate a mystery. 10 plus 2, 12. Wow, okay. Can't stop me. These dice are perfect. Hold two. What was it going to do? Um. Is that too weird? No, not at all. I'm just trying to think of yeah, how yeah. I can explain that in this context. <laughs> you notice before he fell backwards into the portal that he had a, a a very old book tucked under his arm, and you recognized it as a spell book. So to answer your question exactly, what was it going to do? It purchased this book. It's yeah. intending to he's intending to cast a spell. Sure. Presumably somewhere in the overgrown, because that's where he just went. Where did it go? Is there any way for me to see where this passage leads? Yeah, the passage is sort of um, fading as you get as you walk up to the bush. Just a quick uh, peek. But you you see sort of leaves, you know, falling into it like it's some kind of infinite uh, portal, not just a bush. You see that it is a passage for sure. And because of your knowledge of passages, you can tell vaguely where in the mundane world they end up. And you do get the sense that this one heads vaguely back to where you just came from, to the kind of Gullah Kojika area. Shit.
Hello, and thank you for listening to Shrimp and Crits. This is your keeper Ian here, and I just wanted to pop in and say hello, and thank you so, so much for listening. Your feedback and your just checking out the episodes, it just means a lot. It's been really meaningful to have this to focus on this year, and I can't thank you, our listeners, enough. Not a lot of announcements today, so I'll go ahead and get to our promo. This one is for Tabletop Roulette. They are at TTRPG Roulette on Twitter. They are an actual play anthology prioritizing players from marginalized backgrounds, which is obviously so, so important. Um, So check out their promo now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, pull up a chair and put down your chips. It's time for Tabletop Roulette. We are an actual play tabletop anthology podcast with a rotating cast of players, GMs, and games, running one-shots and short campaigns focused on uplifting people from marginalized backgrounds. You can find us every Friday, wherever you find your podcasts, on Twitter at TTRPGRoulette, or on Discord at the link in our Twitter and in our show notes. Okay, again, that was Tabletop Roulette. They are at TTRPG Roulette on Twitter. Let's see, not a whole lot to announce today. We have our own channel now on the Cast Junkie Discord server. You can find an invite to that in our show notes. I want to let you guys know there's a little bit more of an echo on my track. Uh, we recorded this episode, and I think the next one, when I had just moved into my new house. So I've got, uh, I wasn't able to eliminate the echo from the room before we started recording. I apologize if that's distracting. I hope it's not that big of a deal, uh, but just wanted to let you know that. On the 28th, we will be releasing our holiday special. So it will be our last sort of planned change in the release schedule so after that we'll kind of return to normal which will be nice uh but the holiday special is really fun we we had a lot of fun recording it with that we'll get back into episode 12 you don't know jack and uh thank you so much i hope you enjoy it uh excuse me a sorcha is there a is there a sorcha here <laughs> you walk in and you are in a, a store that's just full of things on display, many of which you would consider to be just kind of mundane items. There are TVs, mm-hmm. there are shovels, there's garden tools, uh, there's uh, video games, like some some video games that you wouldn't even expect to see for sale, you know, at a store today. It's like a lot of vintage stuff, Ataris, Battletoads, there's like old toys, race cars, things like that. There's a whole food section that you would probably notice right away that has uh, nothing perishable, but there's bags of potato chips and candy and there's some beef jerky, things like that. Oh my God. I, I grab a Slim Jim. I grab two bags of hot Cheetos. Oh, they got zaps. Oh. <laughs> grab a bag of zaps. Do I see this Sorcha person? Yeah, they're they're sitting there and just sort of watching watching Ray Ray, pretty amused. You see, uh, they're a fairy. They have segmented wings coming out of their back. They have many sets of eyes. They have sharp, pointy teeth. They look like little 
demented kind of impish humans with wings and such. About two and a half, two and a half feet tall. Yes, very, very small. I'm going to muster all the courage that I have and walk right up to them. Hello there. Uh, my name is Deputy Payne. Um, Agent Green sent us to see you. Are you, are you Sorcha? Why, yes, I, I am Sorcha. What, what do you require? <laughs> I'd, I'd like to ask you a couple questions about something. Um, we're looking for Zegnar's Cloud. Ah. Agent Green said you might know where it is. To find his cloud, you must find his stock. And to find his stock, we must talk. <laughs> well, that's a nice rhyme you made up there. Um, Sir, Miss Sarah, you want anything? I hope your friend is going to pay for that. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> we don't have any money. Right, right. Put it down. I put it down on the counter. Oh, hey. Oh, yes. You can. Uh, you can keep the change. And I hand them a twenty. <laughs> I'm gonna nudge Ray Ray in the side and like say, "Don't offend them." Under my breath. I'm so hungry. I know more of your world than many Fay, and I know that that is a a twenty dollar bill. But your money isn't worth anything here. I mean, you keep the change. No, no, no. I take great delight in things from your world, but currency is not, not one of those things. Look around. Look around at the things that I surround myself with, the things that I enjoy. Um, well, okay. So I've got, I've got this. Oh, it really, it really pains me to let go of this, so I will, I will take out my wallet. This is an authentic John Gruden football card signed by the man himself, one of the greatest coaches of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in franchise history. That man, that, that man right there is a legend in Florida. I roll my eyes. He does sound like a great hero. The greatest. I do enjoy the football. That's his signature right there. Oh, you like the football. I like the football. <laughs> Your world has two of the footballs, don't they? Uh, we don't like to talk about that other one. But it's, uh, yeah, that, that's signed by the man himself. Hmm. Okay, I'll give you as many snacks as you want for it. Really? Why, why is it all creased up if it's... It seems like keeping it in your in your wallet is not not a great idea. On on my world, uh, we we keep everything in our wallet because it's where it's most safe. It's with me at all times. If I laid it out anywhere, it'd just be you know anybody could find it. Well, I, I don't have many of these wallets in my store. What you want my you you want my wallet? Oh, uh, I don't I don't know. <laughs> Miss Sarah, uh, you got an extra, you got an extra hair tie on you. I put a hair tie on the counter. <laughs> All right, here, um, that's mine. I'm gonna take everything out of my wallet. I'm gonna put my cards in a hair tie with li the little bit of cash that I have. Here, you know what? I'm gonna grab a couple more snacks, have my wallet, and uh, I'll, I'll actually also throw in this uh, Capital One card. Oh no, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> they toss it 
in a drawer. Full of full of credit cards. <laughs> With my dearest John Gruden football card. And I want you to know that's painful for me to pass up. So the, you're giving me the wallet and the card for the snacks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Is there anything else you needed? Can you tell us where the base of the beanstalk is? Did you tell us that? No. Okay, can you tell us where the base of the beanstalk is? Hmm, I do have that information, but for me to give it to you, I would need something in return for this as well. Did the wallet's not enough? I I mean, (laughs) you didn't give me the wallet. He did. He was just buying the snacks. Is he a friend of yours? Uh, Yeah, you could say that. Can I manipulate swords? Sure. What is the reason you're giving them? I don't know. That's problem. I'm trying to think if I would have anything cool on me to trade. Okay, so how about this? I, in an effort to figure out what I can trade for her, I put my hands in my pockets and I take everything out and put it on the counter. You know, like car keys, my badge, some extra hair ties, I guess. <laughs> what else would I have in my pocket? Like a switchblade, kind of like a knife, maybe? Whoa. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Your taser. My taser and some AirPods. How about that? Love it. Sounds I good. want to see Sorcha with AirPods in. <laughs> you know, I want, only wanted the hair tie because I wanted to tie the things in I my I understand now. I, right. I thought you were trying to trade some rubber bands. It's fine. No, I, that's the broke man's wallet is just a hair tie. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> so their eyes settle on Ari's badge and they say... You have Agent Green's badge. It's, it's beautiful. It's opalescent and lovely. Oh, God, I don't think that's a good idea. I think Ari will kill us and I'm already trapped here and I don't like it. That's that's not mine to give, and I take it off the counter and put it back in my pocket. And then their eyes settle on your badge, and they get even wider and more excited, and they say, "Oh, and what is this? This is a this is a de- this is a police badge from the from the Overgrown. I would love to give you the information for this badge." I'm going to grab my badge off the counter and also stuff it back into my pocket and say uh no that one's that one's actually not mine to give either that was my dad's oh oh um well like i mean these are some really cool airpods i mean they were they were a christmas gift i don't really use them (laughs) oh christmas is a big time in the overgrown (laughs) wonderful things get given at christmas what do these AirPods you call them? Yes, you put them in your ears and then you listen to our podcast. Are they like a, a, what are those Walkmans? One of those cassette players? Yep, exactly. But they're way more expensive. Well, I don't. You, I've already. We've already talked about. I don't care about money or value. They're invaluable to hipsters. <laughs> Ooh, hipsters! <laughs> they snatch the AirPods right off the table with surprising quickness. They 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 seem very excited. And you said they're are they in the case? Or are they were they just loose in your pocket? They're in the case. Huh? 
<laughs> and I want I want to see them put them in immediately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorcha definitely does that. They go right in the old ear holes. <laughs> I don't hear any music. Can I pull out my phone and just press play on Johnny Metter's podcast? Because that was the last thing I was listening to. <laughs> Why do you keep listening to that shit? Now I'm going to tell you about, about micro, micromodal, <laughs> micromodal fiber cloths and how good they feel on your, on your good bits. And I press pause. Is that enough? <laughs> they're they're delighted. Yeah, uh, Sorcha loves loves them and takes them off and and puts them in uh, a different drawer from the junk drawer, just a very special drawer. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and they slide it shut. At this point, that jackalope you saw earlier kind of hops in from a back room where things are kept in storage and looks around and kind of hops over towards Sorcha and sort of pause at their feet. Would you would you get back there? Don't be a nuisance to my guests. Uh, what is what is that? It's my sweet baby jackalope. Can I pet it? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <Of> god. <laughs> give it a little give it a little pet. <laughs> it might bite you though. It's a very very grumpy little boy. <laughs> is a jackalope a bad omen or something? Because I'm starting to feel like it's a bad omen. I'm going to go out of the whim and say he's not going to answer that. Just Wait, so are you going to tell me how to find this stalker? <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I get distracted sometimes. I apologize. <laughs> they kind of usher the jackalope back into the back room. And uh, Sorcha comes back up, up to you. <laughs> I just thought of how easy this would have been if I just went in the tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know why you were just you just decided. He had to follow that man. <laughs> you with the Shakespeare quotes. Hold on, <laughs> that's my shit. I'm 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 also a big fan of Shakespeare. <laughs> to find Zegnar's cloud, you'll have to climb the beanstalk at Jack's house. Where does Jack live? There are no maps of the wild, my child. Tell your triad friend what I told you. He and Ignis will get you where you need to go. Is Jack related to the jackalope? Is it the jackalope's house? <laughs> God, humans are so stupid sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Mundane humans are very stupid. I, I approach. I, I approach the counter, and I have two pockets. Actually, four pockets full of slim gems, and my entire arms are full of bags of chips. All, all, all right, Sorcha, it was really nice to meet you. S- Miss Sarah, you want to get on out here? Thank you, Sorcha. And en- enjoy those AirPods. What do they say in your world? Y- y- y'all take care now. Sayonara. <laughs> oh. <laughs> as you guys leave, as you guys leave, the jackalope kind of tries to come out again. And you see Sorcha kind of struggling to keep the jackalope from jumping out of the tent. I whisper to Ray Ray, I want that jackalope. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Tony Dungy's actually the greatest coach in uh, Tampa Bay history. Uh, and, and, I got, <laughs> and I got that part out of some Frosted Flakes bags. So. Oh, my God. Did you get the information that I asked you to get, Payne? Oh, where did you come from? <laughs> we just spent like two hours, <laughs> and you being there would have probably helped. Are you got a bag? They don't got bags here. Are you wearing cargo shorts? 
Yeah. Yeah, I know. I said I have four pockets full of Slim Jims, and I'm carrying an armful of bags of chips. I can't believe Sorcha told me to take all the treats I want. Did you get what you needed from Sorcha? Absolutely. I think so. Could I have my badge back? I hand Ari his badge. Thank you, Ray Ray. Mm-hmm. I should have given it to you before, but there's something I want you to have. Uh, do you do you gotta here? Hold on. Uh, I wanted to hand him something when he already got his hands full. <laughs> <laughs> Just the most uh, inconvenient time. Miss Sarah, can you take some of these? You want some chips? <sighs> you gotta be hungry. Here. Oh, nope, not the flaming Hot. I guess I take all these goddamn chips. I reach my right hand into the back of my suit jacket and pull out an imposing blade serrated at the end that has a slightly adorned hilt with a rune on the pommel. This was Loretta's. Ray Ray's eyes go stern, and he snatches it. Do you remember it? Where did you get Stella? Ray Ray, I was there for Loretta's funeral. You may not remember seeing me, but I saw the knife there among her possessions, and these runes cannot get out in the overgrown. People cannot know that this magic exists, so I had to take it. But I trust you to keep it safe. What are you talking about? It's a knife, man. I'm going to put my hand over his hand and the knife and bend his wrist so he can see the rune etched on the pommel. You feel magic kind of coursing through you when you grip the handle, and it almost burns in not like a painful way, but you can just feel like a tingling. It isn't just a knife. Huh. These runes channel all that is the wild. That knife can channel it into the overgrown for you. Just as it did, Loretta. I've been looking for this knife for so long now. It's been well kept, but she would want you to have it now that you're here. Hmm. Welcome home, baby. Thank you, Ari. You're welcome, Ray Ray. It explodes. (laughs) (laughs) Are you from here? What do you think, Deputy Payne? Like, were you born here? Of course not. I was born in the overgrown. New York. No, oh, it's weird. You don't have a New York accent. <laughs> Just um, I like that you laugh at your own jokes. I always do. They're not even funny. I've spent more time in the wild than I have there. Is your family here? No. Just Ignis and I. When I was a child, I was lost, and I found this place, and I... I went back a few times, but things had changed. This place seemed more familiar than home, so I stayed here. You sound like you're crying. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. (laughs) (laughs) What are you, you, sad nerd? (laughs) You grew up here with no family? There was Goodfellow and Ignis. Always Ignis. Goodfellow's your boss? Yes, yes, Goodfellow's my boss. He taught me how to be in the FAE. He taught me to be a dryad. What is that exactly? We are made to pass between the overgrown and the wild. Hmm. We are not the only ones who can. It is our mission to seek 
those out and bring them home to the wild. The Overgrown is no place for the Fae. They have a home here in the wild. Have, have they always been here? Or... In the beginning, there was nothing. And then there was the wild, the chaos, and then the overgrown, the roughage on the outside, the bits left over that the wild did not want, and then the humans. The wild has been here for eons. I mean, Florida ain't so bad. What do I know of Jack? Um, you Well, there are many Jacks in the wild, but the Fae language or the way that Fae speak is so complex that if Sorcho were to say Jack to you, you might know exactly which Jack she's uh. talking about. But you can infer there is a, you know, there is a, a Jack from the Jack and the Beanstalk legend that you would sure. know where that is. We must move quickly before the stock changes position again. Lead the way. So Ari navigates you towards the hill that Sorcha told you about. You walk through some woods and... You eventually come to the base of the hill where, of which Jack's house is at the very top. You see his house is like kind of like a, a little cottage on the top of the hill, but you do not see anything like a beanstalk. There's no kind of tall foliage up there. There's a couple of plants planted on the side of the hill, but not much that seems like a massive magical beanstalk. So yeah, you guys walk up the hill Ignis is sort of flying around with you. Hey, uh, isn't there supposed to be, didn't you mention something about a beanstalk? Or, like, a big tree or something? A tree? I mean, I don't see anything going into the sky. Jack was to tell us where to find the beanstalk, correct, Payne? Yeah, Sorcha said to find Jack at the top of the hill. Well, yeah, but I mean, I've heard this one before. You know, Jack is beanstalk, blah, 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 blah. I don't see anything going up there. Is it invisible? Can I just like walk with my hands? <laughs> my hands out trying to touch something. Yeah, your hands don't touch anything. Let's see what Jack has to offer. Assumptions cannot be made about the wild. And once you guys get to the top of the hill, you can see that there is sort of like a dead brown plant on the other side of the house that seems like it's rather large or it was at some point i guess that was the stock well i ain't climbing that but we so his house is still here just not the stock oh yeah the house is still there it's up on top of the hill it's very it's very cold you can tell that a lot of his crops are beginning to wither but yeah, this area is very, it's not snowing or anything, but it's, there's kind of like a biting chill to the air. Well, I don't have a second pair of AirPods to trade Jack here for information, so. I'm not sending you in this time alone. Yeah, this one's up to you, Ari. I'll proceed forward and knock on the door. Oh, uh, yes, what, what is it? Hello? Man, so you're the Jack, huh? Um, he hasn't even opened the door. <laughs> No, he opens the door. Oh, and he just... oh, I, I'm so I'm I'm Ray. I'm Ray Ray Ray. Big fan. <laughs> Heard about you for. Uh... I'm just standing with my head completely turned at Ray Ray. 
a, lo- a long time. Hey, let me ask you. Um, yes. So, are you the same one that jumped over the candlestick and had like the sister? It's it's been a long time since I've talked about the candlestick. <laughs> oh, Sarah, it is him. My eyes are just really big. <laughs> it's the same Jack. You have no idea how famous you are in our world. Oh yes. You must be from the from the overgrown then. Uh Florida. But um <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one. Jack, I am Agent Green with the F A E. I have a few questions for you if that's okay. Oh god, I hope I, I didn't do anything. What's what's wrong? What's up? What's going on? Could we come in? Of of course. Um mother, would you would you start a kettle? His mom lives here. Uh, and his mother, who is a very, very old woman, uh, stands <laughs> How up. How old her is she? Floor. She is at least 2,000 years old. I was about to say at least 4,000. Stands up and walks over towards the kitchen. There's sort of like a little iron, freestanding iron stove, and she starts a little pot of water. Hey, do, does. Does your sister live here, too? No, my... No, Jill left a long time ago. Ignis, wait outside and alert me if anything approaches. So, wh- what? what is it that I can answer for you? You... Is this about my sister? Is she in trouble? Please, Jack, if you could have a seat. Oh my god, is she dead? <laughs> You're telling him to sit in his own house. I always knew this day would come. She's so reckless. Always... <laughs> Walking up hills, she used to make me do it with her. I told her she would fall. I told her one day she'd slip and and take a tumble. Oh, God. Do I see a candlestick anywhere in this house? (laughs) Yes, there are candlesticks. Jesus. Oh, my God, Sarah. Which one do you think it was? (laughs) I don't even... What candlestick thing? His, like, head is in his hands. He's very sad. I'm not here about your sister, Jack. I'm looking for Zegnar. He sours at that. He looks up at you and he says, Oh, that old, that old fool. Uh, what is it you want with him? I simply have questions for him, Jack. You're, you're with the FAE. Surely you have the means to get up there to his cloud. Can't you, uh, you know, rent a, a dragon or some, uh, some such thing? Hold up. I should have taken <laughs> <laughs> another time, Ray Ray. You you work for for the most powerful organ. You work for for Ober, for Oberon, but you're coming to me, a poor farmhand, for help getting up to a cloud. That's a good fucking point, Jeff. <laughs> you got me there. I can't believe he doesn't get royalties. Look, look. If that's all you want, I. I only have one magic bean left. I knew it was a fucking bean. I just didn't want to assume that I knew it was a fucking bean. <laughs> I was about to say, give me the bean, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's my last one, and we're not going to survive the winter if if we can't if we can't get back my beautiful goose. <gasps> Zeus? Zeus the goose. <laughs> Zeus was a swan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, his name wasn't Zeus. What? That's crazy. What? Why would I name my goose Zeus? <laughs> his name was Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus would be ridiculous. 
<laughs> His name is Frederick. Sir Frederick Goosington. Hey, Jack, can you... Do you have that bean on you? I'm not... T- I, I am not some... Some... Some ragamuffin. I'm not some fool of fools. I'm not going to... Show you my bean oh, before hey. you agree to help me. Oh, hey, can can you just hold that candle for me, real quick? Look, you're a fan. I get it, but I'm not some dancing monkey for you. Can't, just please, please, Jack. I just you're such a legend, and to me, I just need. Can you just hold that candle for me, real quick? <laughs> yeah, no, actually, yeah, Rome manipulate <laughs> someone. That's a that's a two, <laughs> a two. Oh God! Snake um, eyes? <laughs> no, yeah, might manipulate someone's a minus one. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to make you tea anymore. I want you to leave my home, Raymond. You've offended me. I'm offended. <laughs> all right, all right, I am well, offended. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just a little excited. And you hear Ignis uh, start to ring from outside, like they're calling to you. I apologize for. What the overgrown has done to manners, if you'll excuse me. Um, yeah, and he pushes you all out the door as Ari turns around and leaves. Hey, um, real quick, hold on, let me check this text message. Just, <laughs> just take a picture of it. Roost is not gonna believe this. You're uh, not gonna tell Roost. <laughs> So once you get outside, Ignis is sort of zipping back and forth and twinkling and ringing. You look in the direction that they are looking, and you see a jackalope starting to hop up the hill. Oh, it's my friend. Pen, do you know this creature? I mean, no. I think it's Sorcha's jackalope, but it's it's followed us since we got here. Where else did you see it? In the bazaar when when we couldn't find you? Is it a bad omen or something? Is it is it is it bad? <laughs> There's only one way to find out. And they're really not that crazy of creatures when you think about it. Now you look at deer. You notice it's hopping straight towards you, Ray Ray. Their burrows do lead from the wild into the overgrown. Ari, uh this a uh, this a friend of yours? Not of mine, no. It's getting closer. Well. <laughs> uh, it's nearly to you now. I get down low and put my hand out. Hey there, little hey there, little buddy. I, I will also get down low and put my hand out. <laughs> it stops just before you think it's about to get close enough for you to pet it. It stops and just looks at you, Ray Ray, and all of a sudden the three of you hear Ray Ray say, Oh, it's probably nothing. And then Ray Ray, you're looking at <laughs> You're looking at Deputy Payne, Agent Ari Green, and your own body, each with their hands kind of outstretched towards you, kneeling down to your level. Hey, what the hell, man? Uh, Ari. Unless you know where I could find some black market giant beanstalk seeds, little jackalope, I don't think you can be of much use to us. And you realize you are in the body of a jackalope. <laughs> oh, dang.
We must move swiftly. Oh, he's back. Excuse oh, he's, me. He's back. <laughs> <laughs>